This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair with some patchy fog and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 8th of November, 2021. Rich Moeller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got a gorgeous day in store for you today. We'll see sunny skies, a high in the low 70s. Clouds moving in tonight, low 44. Mostly cloudy Tuesday, no mention of rainfall, high of 70. Tuesday night, slow, 49 degrees with partly cloudy skies. And we'll have cloudy skies Wednesday and a high of 71. Now, rain moves in on Wednesday night. And as mild as the temperatures have been, we could see some thunderstorm activity of a low of 55. And for Thursday, Veterans Day, we'll see some sunshine, but a 50% chance of rain. Things clear out on Friday and a lot cooler this weekend. Highs only in the 50s. Right now, it's fair, patchy fog, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day. It's Kelly Parker with DNS Southern Catering and Cafe. Obituaries this morning. Antoine Martez Kennedy, age 42 of Conway, died on Sunday, October 31st. He is survived by his mother, Edith Clark of Kansas City, Missouri, father Carlton Mitchum of Overland Park, Kansas, one son, Cameron, two brothers, Joe Henson of Russellville and Kennedy Mitchum of Kansas, two sisters, Katrina Warren of Kansas City, Missouri, and Andrea Oliver of Russellville, and a host of other relatives and friends. Celebration of Life Memorial Service for Antoine Martez Kennedy will be held Friday, November 12th at 11 a.m. at the Community Center in Cleveland. Arrangements by Larry Jacklin Funeral Home of Conway. William Nelson Looney, age 75, of Hattieville, died Wednesday, November 3rd. He was a retired heavy equipment operator from Conway County Road Department, a member of Hattieville Missionary Baptist Church, and of the Cattlemen's Association. He is survived by his daughters, Deborah Rydell of Sheridan, Karen Branch of Dover, Kim Reynolds of Dardanell, and Carrie Bradley of Moralton, sons Keith Holland of Austin and Darren Holland of Hattieville, one sister, 12 grandchildren, and 15 great-grandchildren. Memorial Graveside Service for William Nelson Looney will be held Saturday, November 13th at 11 a.m. at Old Hickory Cemetery, with Brother Bob Birch officiating Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Danny Carl Williams, age 68, died Tuesday, November 2nd. He was a member of the Mountain View Missionary Baptist Church on Wolverton Mountain for many years. He is survived by his daughter, Angie Kettle of Plummerville. Four sons, Matt Williams of Plummerville, Dustin Williams and Daniel Williams, both of Wolverton Mountain, and Derek Williams of Moralton. Three brothers, ten grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Visitation will be Thursday, November 11th, 6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Arrangements for Danny Carl Williams are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. 7.34, it's fair with some patchy fog, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 70 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736. It's fair with some patchy fog, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. An emergency called meeting of the Menifee Town Council on Thursday resulted in the reinstatement of John Randall as the town's chief of police. Randall had been fired earlier in the week by Mayor Gary Green. The mayor-in-chief have allegedly been at odds over the past few weeks, including one incident last weekend in which Mayor Green allegedly fled from officers who attempted to make a traffic stop of the mayor for having a broken headlight on his vehicle. When the incident was addressed during the meeting, Mayor Green defended his actions, saying he felt his life was in danger. All of these cameras that's in this building are over this building. I have in my phone. When you authorize someone to be on duty and they got a assault rifle and I see it on my phone and you put your blue lights on me and you think I'm going to stop? No sir, not going to happen. That's an assassination attempt. And I see the assault rifle in your hand and you think I'm going to stop? No sir. Dozens of concerned citizens filled the community room at Menifee Town Hall for the meeting, which seemed to do little to create unity in a town that Alderman Ronnie Williams noted has become divided by the recent happenings. The sad part about all of this is the division that has taken place in the past few years is successfully dividing people that have known each other all of their lives. Growing up beside people, knowing people, And just because certain ordinances were passed to try to have order in a community, that becomes an issue. It didn't start with this police administration. Those of you who have just been around, it it didn't just, that didn't start today. It, It was with the previous administration. And so you have every right to be upset. Following the council meeting, citizens remained for a public town hall forum to address their concerns over the recent issues that brought the town's division to the forefront. During that meeting, the town's district court clerk confirmed multiple investigations are underway involving the town's police department over a number of alleged wrongdoings and suggested that based on those investigations, Randall should not have been reinstated as chief of police and that the entire department should be placed on administrative leave, while citizen Robert Oliver later indicated that a group of Menifee residents have begun to research the process that's needed to remove the mayor from office. The Moralton City Council will consider a redistricting resolution that sets new boundaries for the city's four wards when the group meets for its regular monthly session tonight. The changes are based on population shifts within the city revealed from the 2020 census. Also on the agenda, approval to finance a new truck for the street department and a resolution authorizing the offering of capital improvement revenue bonds. 
The meeting takes place at 6 p.m. at Morrillton City Hall. The South Conway County School District's Board of Education also holds its regular monthly meeting tonight. Members will be voting on a district master plan, a track resurface change order, a paint project at Morrillton Elementary School, an HVAC replacement for MES and Morrillton Junior High School, among other items. That meeting also starts at 6. It will be held at the superintendent's office in Morrillton. Local unemployment numbers remained on the decline in the month of September. Labor force data produced by the U.S. Department of Labor, Bureau of Labor Statistics, and released this week by the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services showed the jobless rate in Conway County declined six-tenths of a percentage point for the month from 3.9% in August to 3.3% in September. Perry County's rate of unemployment dropped from 4.0% in August to 3.5% in September. Both counties are below the state unemployment rate, which declined from 4.2% in August to 4.0% in September. At 4.8%, the United States jobless rate dropped four-tenths of a percentage point between August and September. The number of active cases of coronavirus in Conway County has fallen to 17. The Arkansas Department of Health reported no new cases of the virus in the county Sunday as the active case count decreased by one for the day. The county did record its 45th death related to COVID-19. Two new cases were reported in Perry County, where the number of active cases increased by two for the day to 24. There have still been 22 deaths from the virus in Perry County. Statewide, 266 new cases were recorded Sunday, along with 14 additional deaths. Over 3.2 million doses of the vaccine have been administered in Arkansas, including more than 192,000 booster doses for fully immunized individuals. Morrillton's downtown merchants are gearing up for a busy holiday shopping season. Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Morrillton Area Chamber of Commerce says the annual Christmas Open House is set for Sunday, November 21st. Christmas Open House is always the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and it's always 1 to 5, and so you want to come out and spread the cheer and shop here, shop local. The event gives customers the opportunity to enjoy a Sunday afternoon of Christmas shopping with special promotions, store-wide discounts, drawings, and snacks at participating downtown businesses. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The Perry County Election Commission meets at 6.30 tonight at the Courts Building in Perryville to present the county redistricting plan. Partners for Progress Food Pantry in Perryville will be closed Wednesday for repairs. Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church in the Hill Creek community north of Plummerville will hold its next monthly community outreach Wednesday, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Food boxes, clothing, and prayer will be offered and a meal will be served for all who arrive between 5.30 and 6.30. The Conway County Health Unit and Perry County Health Unit will remain open until 6 o'clock today, Tuesday, and Wednesday to provide the COVID vaccine for kids age 5 to 11. No appointment is necessary. The Conway County Literacy Council is currently selling raffle tickets for a 14 to 16 pound Pettigene Meats smoked ham as first prize and the Pettigene Meats breakfast box as second prize. The drawings will be held this Friday. Tickets are $2 or 3 for $5. Those can be purchased by calling 501-306-2823. The CHI St. Vincent Morrillton Auxiliary's annual Thanksgiving bake sale will be by pre-order only this year. A variety of cakes, pies, sweetbreads, bread, rolls, cookies, 
brownies, and candy can be ordered. The deadline to order is this Friday. Orders will be available for pickup November 19th, 9 a.m. till noon at the hospital's Hickey Building. To place an order, call or text Dolores at 501-208-3840 or Karma at 501-208-6447. And the Adelaide Club of Moralton is again making adjustments to its Angel Tree Project due to the continued concern about public safety and COVID-19. A tree has not been placed at the post office in Moralton. Instead, donations will be accepted to help provide Christmas for children in need in Conway County. Donations may be sent to Adelaide Angel Tree at P.O. Box 174 in Moralton, zip 72110. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 730 So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, it's fair with patchy fog, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues with sports and weather with Eric Tyler coming up next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Vilms Newswalker Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlton High School football team ended its season with a 35-28 loss to Clarksville on senior night at Devil Dogs Stadium on Friday. The Devil Dogs played from behind all night after the Panthers scored two first-quarter touch- touchdowns on quarterback keepers by Bryce Buckner. Devil Dogs got on the board early in the second quarter when senior Julian Brockman intercepted a Buckner pass and returned it 56 yards for a touchdown and the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Buckner looking to throw, and this one is going to be intercepted by the Devil Dogs. It went through the hands of the intended receiver into the arms of Julian Brockman, and Brockman making some plays. He's going to take it all the way back as he broke tackles down the field and is going to take it into the end zone for the Devil Dog touchdown. Devil Dogs would add a one-yard touchdown run from junior quarterback Demarius Martin later in the first half, but trailed 28-14 at halftime after the Panthers scored with 17 seconds remaining in the half. Martin would add another touchdown on a 21-yard run in the third quarter. Gave the Devil Dogs a chance with a five-yard touchdown pass to sophomore Hunter White with 50 seconds to go in the game, but Clarksville recovered Marlton's ensuing onside kick attempt and kneeled down twice to run out the clock and finish off their second consecutive win over the Devil Dogs, avoiding a winless conference season and claiming the Battle of the Beast trophy. In a losing effort, Brockman was a star on both sides of the ball in his final game as the Devil Dog, catching eight passes for 65 yards on offense while collecting a team-high nine tackles and a fumble recovery to go along with his pick six. That effort earned him recognition as the Colton's defensive player of the game Junior left tackle K.J. Black was named Colton's offensive player of the game, helping the Devil Dogs gain 172 yards on the ground, 100 yards through the air. 
Martin completed 12 of 27 passes to get those 100 yards and also ran for 78 yards on 30 carries, accounting for three total touchdowns. Junior Terrell Garlington rushed for 39 yards, and senior Jake Session capped his devil dog career with 18 yards rushing and 18 yards receiving. Senior Jeremiah Kennedy was named the Conway County Farm Bureau Insurance Player you can depend on, finishing with two tackles in the game and 32 for the season. With a loss, Devil Dogs finished the year with a record of 3-7 and seven overall, 2-5 and five in the 5A West. Elsewhere in the 5A West, Greenbrier won the conference championship and completed an undefeated regular season with a 54-22 victory over Valonia in the Faulkner County Judges Cup. Farmington ambushed Alma 47-29 and Harrison pounded P-Rig 42-6. The Bigelow Panthers capped a second consecutive undefeated regular season with a 54-14 conquering of Conway Christian on senior night in Bigelow on Friday. As number one seed from Conference 4, the Panthers will open play in the Class 2A state playoffs at home against Mineral Springs this Friday. Perryville finishes in third place in the 4-3A conference after dropping a 50-13 decision to Boonville in the regular season finale on Friday night in Perryville. As number three seed, the Mustangs will open play in the Class 3A playoffs at Melbourne this Friday. In games involving other area teams from Friday night, Mayflower overcame Atkins 28-26. Quitman hammered Hector 40-14. Russellville silenced Siloam Springs 45-21. Dardanelle demolished Dover 42-6. Danville was pulverized by Paris 61-16. Two Rivers was battered by Baptist Prep 41-18. Conway was bruised by Bryant 32-29. And Clinton lost to Lone Oak 28-24. Wonderview's senior girls and boys basketball teams now both 6-0 on the season. The Lady Daredevils pulled out a 63-62 victory over Western Grove on Friday night. In Wonderview, behind 18 points from sophomore Riley Gottsmoner, senior Jalen Scroggins followed with 15, and sophomore Layla Terry had 14 at four of the Lady Daredevils. Wonderview's senior boys got 26 points from senior Caleb Squires and 21 from junior Sam Reynolds in an 82-57 win over the Bears. Junior Gage Looney added 11 points for the Daredevils. Western Grove won the junior girls game 38-36. Wonderview returns to action Tuesday night against Perryville. In local action tonight, Marlton's junior high basketball teams open their season with home games against Pulaski Academy. They'll play ninth grade girls and boys games only starting at 4 p.m. Marlton's Gaila Calvin had six points and two rebounds for the National Park College women's basketball team on Friday, but the Nighthawks lost to North Arkansas College 83-70 in the Lady Pioneers Classic in Harrison. National Park also lost to Crowder College in that event on Saturday. Sacred Hearts' McKenzie Greeson scored six points on a pair of three-pointers to help the University of the Ozarks women's basketball team win their season opener over Hendricks College 65-51 on Friday night. Dominic Johnson scored the game-winning touchdown with 21 seconds left, and Mississippi State missed a potential game-tying field goal with no time remaining as the University of Arkansas football team rallied from a fourth-quarter deficit to beat the 17th-ranked Bulldogs 31-28 on Saturday in Fayetteville. The 6-3 Razorbacks will play at LSU this Saturday. Arkansas State dropped its eighth consecutive game and fell to 0-5 in the Sun Belt Conference with a 48-14 loss to Appalachian State in Jonesboro on Saturday. The Red Wolves play at Louisiana Monroe this Saturday. Central Arkansas absolutely destroyed Texas Wesleyan 63-3 in Saturday's homecoming game in Conway. Now 5-4 on the season, the Bears will host Stephen F. Austin this Saturday. Arkansas Tech got its fourth win of the season on Saturday, knocking off Northwestern Oklahoma 56-21 in Russellville. Marlton's Caleb Kennedy completed two of four passes for 18 yards and had a one-yard rushing touchdown in the game. 
And fellow former Double Dog Alex Chambers had a team-high five tackles for the Wonder Boys. Tech will wrap up its season this Saturday against Harding. 7.53 now as we take a look at weather on this Monday morning. Currently, we've got humidity at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.26. Our low temperature this morning, 35 degrees. High yesterday was 70. A year ago today, the low was 50 with the high of 74. No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 41.38 inches. Sunset this evening at 5.11. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.40. And forecast calling for a mostly sunny skies today with an afternoon high around 71 degrees and then increasing clouds tonight lower around 44. And mostly cloudy day tomorrow, high near 70. And then about the same for Wednesday. And then we'll have that chance of rain coming in 80% for Wednesday night. And then a bit of a cool down heading into the coming weekend once again. Right now, though, we've got fair skies, 39 degrees in Moralton, 754 on KVOM Newswatch. Continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.